Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Sheep Get Sheared podcast. Now, I'm your host, Austin Carita. I want to welcome you into the show. My friends, any of us that have been on the dating marketplace for, I don't know, longer than two seconds, we've realized that a lot of times what we're told works versus what we see other people doing doesn't always add up. You know, maybe we talk to our mother, grandmother, sister, whoever, and they tell us, oh, all you got to do is be a nice, sincere guy, and you will win with women because you are a good man, and everybody loves good men. And then you proceed to say, you know what? That's a great idea. I'm going to go do that. And you're all chipper, and you're all happy, and you go up, and you try to execute on what you've been told. Now, we've all been in that position, right? At least most of us, I'm sure. But yet, for some reason, it seems as though, and I'm not the first person to bring this up, there's this idea that men are from Mars and women are from Venus, there's this idea that men and women, oh, they think so differently, how do I think like them, they're so complicated, I don't know what to do, and it's almost like women are playing chess and men are playing checkers, and so you say, well, how do I, as a man, how do I win, how do I navigate, how do I get what I want? Well, you've come to the right place because we're gonna we are gonna give you the answer to that question, not through me giving you the answer, but through me asking different questions in response to your question that might shed some light on this subject. Because let's be clear. We all have needs, we have desires, we have dreams, we have aspirations, desires. So why why should we ever hesitate on pursuing those, right? Well, because it's not easy. We're often met with a lot of resistance. We go through a lot of trial and error. We're not sure what to do. We try this thing and that thing. We, we maybe try something we saw on the internet, but then we try in real life. It doesn't work. We think that we're the problem. Maybe uh, they're the problem. We go through these phases, right? And we try to understand that, oh, oh relationships, oh, they're so complicated. What do I do? Well, I'm here to assert today that I don't believe that relationships are that complicated. In fact, I'd care to wager that relationships are actually very, very simple. They're very simple. You think it's complicated, but it's actually not. All you really have to do, uh, 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 see, see what I did? I, I almost did exactly what everybody else does, right? The all you have to do is garbage. No, 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 we don't do that over here. There's no... Oh, all you have to do is this. If you do it my way, you're doing it right. Blah, 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 blah. We ain't doing none of that. No. Oh, hell no. No, we don't play that. That is garbage. But here's what we are going to do. I'm going to show you some clips. And we're going to go through it here. Because I guarantee you, you've met people who sound like this. There's this infamous debate of do girls like good guys, like nice guys, or bad boys, right? Well. Let's see what the women have to say. Good guys or bad boys? Good guys. Good guys. Good guys. They, good fin guys. they finished last, good but like guys, when you really stick through it, like it was worth it. They really, they really. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. First of all, look at this, brothers. First of all, I would love to know these women's dating history. They look maybe about the same age as me, a little younger. And you want to tell me that these girls are trying to get with 
nice, stable guys. Meanwhile, they probably been chasing Pookie, Tyrone, Ray Ray, and Chad. Oh, hell no. Oh, I don't think so. What is this, man? What? This is terrible. First of all, I don't buy this for a second. See, there's this infamous phrase of nice guys finish last. No, nice guys don't finish last. They don't finish at all. They don't even run the race at all. They pick up, they're the leftover, the pickup guy. It's the equivalent of, you don't get invited to the party. You're the guy that comes in the morning and picks up all the trash. Yeah, yeah, that's you. That's the guy that you are, unfortunately. Oh my God! I know, I, I hate to put it in those terms, and I'm not trying to talk down to you. Because we've all been that guy. We've all been the guy that these women are describing. Like, let's watch it again. Good guys or bad boys? Good guys. Good guys. Good guys. They, good guys. they finished last, good but like guys. when you really stick through she it. She even admits like... it. Well, she even admits that nice guys finished last. You hear that? She, she even admits that. First of all, without sounding like I'm thirsty or nothing, I would definitely hit. Oh my. If she's of, of age. I don't know how old this woman's supposed to be. But. She definitely looks really good. She's definitely my type. Anyways, let's keep going. Like it with it. They it. Right. Yeah, oh no. Oh no. Oh no. What is going on here? Look at this front booty, man. What is going on here? This is terrible. Oh no. Oh no. This is bad. <laughs> oh no. Oh, it's all bad. Oh man. Okay, first of all. Let's just get this out of the way. They even admit that so-called nice guys either finish last. I assert they don't even finish at all. They're the cleanup guys. But you might be saying, well, Austin, I might be in a relationship. Or you know someone who's in a nice, stable relationship. But here's the problem, okay? What you see is not always reality. There's this, there's this idea of causality and correlation. Just because there's a correlation as in what two things seem to be have a link of some kind or seem to be associated does not mean that one thing caused the other thing, okay? Because that doesn't mean that being a nice guy means that you inherently finished last. No, it means that you, you didn't question things. You didn't break it down because if you came out here and you realized that, hey, you know what? Your strategy ain't working. You're getting rejected. You're unhappy and whatnot. I'm not saying that you need to play the game. I don't play the game. I do what I want. I'm an outsider. I, I am standing on the mountain looking down. I'm like um the Grinch who's standing up on the top of the hill looking down at Whoville down here. That's what I do. That's how I choose to interact with the world. It's I'm the guy looking down at all the goofiness, the debauchery, the weirdness, the absurdity. And I look at there and I say... Why in the world would I engage with this type of behavior? I don't understand it. I don't see value in being around these people. I don't see any benefit for me. I don't understand why people want to live in this rat race. People call it the matrix, the rat race, uh, whatever you want to call it. You can call it whatever you want, but the meaning is the same. We're all living in this type of maze or labyrinth of life. Meanwhile, there are some of us who escape, or we just say, you know what, I'm not doing this. I'm going to make my own way. Instead of following the path, we just blaze our own trail out of the maze.
And people look at us like we're the crazy ones while they're running around in circles. But my friends, if you think what the what those women just said is true, well then let's go to this next thing. And this is a skit. I understand this is a skit. But just because it's a skit does not mean that there is not truth in it. In fact, it argues the opposite. It states that this is so true that people find it funny. It's such an uncomfortable, relatable truth that people find it humorous. Let's look at this. I can't go out. Uh, uh, I'm sick. Oh no. I'm gonna turn off this music. Oh no. The bad boy, like, oh no. Oh no. Let's replay that. So, for those of you who aren't watching on the screen, she's, she's sitting there on the phone. Oh, when the nice guy asks you if you want to go out, she's like, I can't go. <laughs> I'm sick. And then we pan to the next of the bad boy that gives you zero attention. She's getting all glammed up, putting on her makeup, doing her hair, putting on a nice outfit, putting on lipstick, all that stuff. Putting, you know, full mani-pedi, full, oh, I got to look real nice for this dude. Oh, no. Oh, no. See, this is what I'm talking about. Again, it's, I know it's a skit. For the skit guys coming here and want to tell me, Austin, it's a skit. Relax. It doesn't matter it's a skit. What matters is the principle of what she's saying. She is addressing a very real thing. This is a very uncomfortable truth that a lot of people are dealing with here. And men have come to realize this. We are saying, you know what? We see the guy, the bad boys, the guys with the SRT cars, the guys who are smoking dope, the guys who are slinging, um, you know, all the... We see these guys who are less than honorable men going out here and getting massive success with women, especially between the ages of 18 to 25. We see this happening. Whether it's you saw it in high school, maybe you even saw it a little bit in middle school, depending on where you grew up, in college, you still see this behavior all the time. But yet, we're told the opposite. Which is why women are playing chess, men are playing checkers. We believe what we're told. We think, oh, no, 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 no. You know what? That's not true because I'm going to win in the end. Well, what are you actually winning? Let's ask that question. What are you winning? Let's say that for sake of argument, let's say that you you put dating aside, right? You pay off your debts, you get your good your credit score up, you get a good job, you're out here grinding, you're putting in work, you're being responsible, you're being disciplined. Let's say you do all those things, right? And then you proceed to say, you know what? I'm in a comfortable spot. I'm financially independent. I'm doing pretty well. I've done nice for myself. Look at my house. Look at my car. Maybe I have a dog. Maybe I have a, a gym membership and maybe I go to the country club and I play golf once a week. I'm doing pretty well. I think it's time for me to bring this queen into my kingdom. Well, who's your queen going to be? Is it going to be someone who's over the age of 25? Maybe she's 30. Maybe she's saying, oh, I don't go to Cheesecake Factory. That's too low grade for me. And then they want to tell you how they deserve to be treated. Meanwhile, let's go back here. Let's go back here. When they were this age, they weren't dating those nice guys. They were cool with getting McDonald's fries and a Big Mac at McDonald's. And But now, now 10 years later, when they've been chatted out, 
They've had dudes run game on them. They've gone around. They've been riding the rooster roller coaster one, two, fifty times, and now they want to come to you, Mister. I've done the right things. I've paid off my debt. I'm not doing, you know, illicit substances. I got my life together. Now they want to come into your life and benefit off the back of your hard work, and you're gonna let them. Why? Because you were told that good men take care of women. What about that makes you good? Oh, well, you didn't ask that question, did you? Why does that make you good? How does not letting somebody learn from their bad choices help them? It doesn't. But you were taught that that's what good men do. So guess what? That's what you did. Because if you don't do that, then women will say stuff like this. This is the worst kind of discrimination. The kind against me. So when it comes to this question of, well, how do men win with women? Number one, you shouldn't be focused on winning with women. In my opinion, it's a symptom of a greater issue. We're all young. I'm a younger guy too. I know I might sound old. Some, some people say I look old. I don't know. All I know is, I know what it says my, my age is on my birth certificate. And so I understand the desire to mate, fornicate, do these things. I understand it. Truly, I do. The problem is this. We don't live in a society where you get married at 16, 15, when you first start going through puberty and have a healthy outlet for that. We don't live in a society where we have healthy outlets for that. We don't even live in a society where we have a red light district anymore. Nope. So we have so-called Puritan values. We have Puritan laws with no Puritan society to back that up. We have subsections of society that might enforce that, but the overall society is debauchery, left, right, and center stage. But we have these Puritan laws that prevent people from exercising their alternative lifestyles, which is changing, actually. But again, this is the problem. We as men are wired a certain way, and right now, in the current times we live, this is being used against us. We are becoming our own worst enemy. Instead of having a healthy outlet, we are now pinting up this energy and because we feel disenfranchised, because maybe we're broke, because maybe we, we feel misguided, undecided, don't know what's going on, don't know what to do, we get caught in this vortex of victimhood. And then we proceed to, whoa, woe is me, my life is so hard, it's not fair. And then we end up going down this rabbit hole of just trying to feel something. And then and that's usually when we turn to trying to pick up chicks. And then we then ask the question of, well, how do I get women? And if you ask a woman, this is what she's likely to say. Let's look at this. Find a partner who does these five things. Number one is honest. Oh, uh, we're turning off that music. Okay, yes, be honest and loyal. Respects you and your family, your opinions. He prioritizes you. He is mature enough to sit down and talk through problems rather than ignoring you or yelling. And finally, he loves you for who you are, not for what you look like. Oh, no. Oh, hell no. Well, this is getting weird. I love the poorly educated. This is terrible. Okay, see, see right here? This is the issue. This is one another issue. How old would you guess this woman is? It's kind of hard to tell with the filters and the makeup and all that. I get it. But this is the symptom of a woman over 25 
This is the type of things they say to the nice guys, and the nice guys, like a guppy in a fish tank, take the, the bait and they swallow the hook. Let's look at this. Number five was loves you for who you are and not just what you look like. Gentlemen, have you ever been told that you've been loved for who you are as a man because, you know, you're valuable? Probably not, no. The only person that might have said that was your mom, if you had one. Men aren't told this. We as men are not told we are valuable because we exist. That is a woman thing only. I don't have a, I don't have a curtains down there. So therefore, I don't get that treatment. And I don't need it, quite frankly. But this is a reason why women can somewhat afford to be delusional. That the Lulu is a Salulu type of mentality. This is why they can allow this. Because they can literally screw the whole life up. But because they got the roast beef curtains between their legs, shout out to CGA, they have the ability to just hit the lottery. But let's look at this list one more time. Number one was he's honest and loyal. Where was the honesty and the loyalty when you were 18 or 17 or 16 in high school when we were in high school together? Where was that? Oh, that was nowhere to be found, was it? Again, an example of them playing chess, you playing checkers. They say, well, do this, you do that, but you're like, wait, that move didn't equal this move and this didn't work, but it's supposed to work. And you need to stop looking at what women, let's stop listening to what they say and look at what they do. Because number one, last time I checked, women were people. And like every other person on this planet, they will do things that benefit them that will ultimately lead to their best chance of survival and hopefully to being able to thrive. So if that if they can do that off of your back, why the hell would they why would they not do that? But that's that's only number one. Let's go to number two. Number two was respect you, your family, and your opinions. In other words, not call you out on where you're wrong because that would be how dare you call me out for being wrong that's just unbelievable i'm never wrong well clearly you haven't been right because you're still looking for mr right but we'll keep let's go again let's go number three prioritizes you so in other words if you're a man and you've grinded you've worked hard you've prioritized your life your goals your aspirations your health your fitness your well-being, whatever. Now all of a sudden, you need to prioritize this woman. You need to prioritize her, even though she has not prioritized herself. She's treated herself like trash because she's partied, she's done stuff, she's ridden the carousel, she's done all these things. But now, but now, you're supposed to prioritize her when she's not prioritized you or herself. Now, again, people are entitled to want what they want. I'm not saying be mad at women. Being mad at women is a waste of time. But I'm, I'm pointing this out to you so you understand what you're signing up for if you want to have a relationship. You are signing up for this type of goofy, stupid behavior. I don't argue with people, especially not with women, because they don't actually want a solution. They just want you to shut up and do what they say. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do it. Let's go back to her list. Number four is mature enough to sit down and talk rather than ignore you or yell. Number one, don't yell at people. It's just a waste of time. But here's the problem. 
Never, never ever take this bait, gentlemen, when it comes to sitting down and talking to a woman in depth about stuff. Number one, it's a trap. Because talking is her game. Action is your game. If you want to be successful as a man, in my opinion, you need to develop a sense of self to the point where you're like, I'm not going to engage in this. Why the hell would I sit down and jump on your emotional playground where I can't win? Why would I play a game I can't win? Why would I step into an arena that you fully control? Why would I do that? That's like being a field goal kicker on the gridiron, but the, the goal line's always moving. You're trying to kick the field goal, but it's always moving, and you can never hit the target, no matter how many times you kick it. You'd eventually stop, right? Yeah, of course you would. Every dude would. Every person would. So, of course. But, because we're horny, you then take this deal. Because you're down bad, you take this deal. And my advice is stop. Don't do it. It's a waste of time. Let's go to number five. Go to number five. Number five. Loves you. Okay, this is the biggest problem right here. Loves you for who you are and not just how you look. So when they're young, they capitalize on their good looks. But then when they start to fade, they want to say, oh, no, no, no. I'm more than my looks. My looks shouldn't matter. Well, they clearly seem to matter before. When they were working for you, it worked just fine. You didn't seem to have a problem with it. But now, when you're older and they're starting to go away, all of a sudden you don't want me to care about it. See, these are the same women who are older, maybe they're 30, 35, 40, and they're, the, girl, the guys they want are going after their replacements, girls who are 18 to 25. But they'll call them names. They'll say that, oh, they, those girls only want you for your money. And it's like, well, Duh, and what do you want me for? <laughs> and what do you want me for? Again, I'm not saying this for you could be bitter. I'm not saying this because I want you to be hurt or angry or anything. But when men in this space talk about women hitting the wall, there is an element of truth to that. Not because they're all of a sudden ugly. Sometimes it happens. But most of the time, it's because their mindset shifts from Oh, I'm having so much fun. Look at me. Ha ha ha. To the party's over. And now I got to focus on all the things they've been avoiding. All the difficult life choices they've made are now sprouting from the ground. All the seeds of financial instability, not taking care of myself, making bad choices. All those things are now they're reaping the rewards of the seeds that they sowed. And now they're unhappy about it and they want you to be the weed killer and come in there and help them. But then the question is, what do you get back for doing this? That's what you got to ask yourself. What do I get back? If I choose, if I've been behind this whole time and I decided to go my own way, didn't want to deal with this goofy garbage, well then what do you gain from that relationship? And it doesn't even have to be older. Let's say you're a young guy like me right now. What do you gain from a relationship? What companionship? Love? You mean things you can't measure? Things that are only going to hold you back? Let, let, let's just be real here. Sorry, my eyes been itching the whole show. I don't understand why people need this companionship thing. I don't get it. I pour myself into my work. I pour myself into doing things I care about. Having hobbies. Having stuff that I care about. 
but yet some I see people hang out with their boyfriend or girlfriend all the time. Men, stop hanging around women all the time. It's making you weaker as a man. And it's making you more malleable to this kind of manipulation. But hey, if you want to be a loser, go ahead and be a loser. But if you want to have the courage to develop your own personal philosophy through trial and error and the lessons of other people, then that door is wide open for you. I wrote Biblical Bachelor. That's my personal philosophy. And it's always evolving and always improving. In fact, I might even might, I might write a, uh, a second version of that book in the next coming years. But my friends, I encourage you to stop playing checkers when other people, mainly women, are playing chess against you. You need to decide whether you want to be a victim or a victor. That is up to you. I hope you choose the right choice, but that is up to you to decide. My friends, no matter what you choose, my advice to you remains the same. Stay vigilant, stay informed, question everything that happens to come your way, because then it will lead you down the path of thinking and avoid the habit of drifting. But, at the end of the day, when everything is said and done, the cows come home and the chickens come home to roost, the question is, what choice can you live with and what is it you want out of your life? And only you can decide that. I'm out. Peace.